0: Hello my lovely peaches, it's your host Rach. Welcome to your midweek mindfulness motivation because it doesn't have to be a Monday to start bettering ourselves. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Right Now with Rach podcast, where we keep it real and talk about all things self-improvement. I am so, so happy you are here and I am so proud of you for clicking on this podcast because I know it means that you are taking steps forward in your journey of personal growth. So welcome you beautiful soul, Today, we're going to talk about our emotions. Yay! (laughs) Have you cried today? Because it's okay if you have. You're not weak for feeling emotion. If there's anybody out there like me who cries about everything, gets overly sad about things, and then gets really happy about something else an hour later, you're not alone. And you are not annoying, and you're not bipolar. You're probably just sensitive and feel emotions very deeply. And guess what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Stop apologizing for your emotions. Yeah, you, the person who says I'm sorry every single time you get sad or express your feelings or feel like you shouldn't feel that way, it's not true. Please stop apologizing for them. You never have to say sorry for feeling sad or frustrated or angry or jealous or whatever emotion you're feeling. But I understand why you do, and I hope after we have a conversation today, you can work towards saying that you used to do that. Because I used to do this all the time, and I still struggle with it today. I am such a sensitive person, so when I feel an emotion, I feel it to my core. Like, I mean, it's hard for me to compartmentalize because I feel things so deeply. And that doesn't always mean sad things. I mean, yeah, when I'm sad, I feel really sad. But when I'm happy, oh my gosh, I am so freaking happy. I'm on top of the world. So it's a blessing and a curse. My point is, is that I understand the desire to apologize to someone for the way you're feeling because you, you almost feel a sense of guilt after you kind of neutralize because you feel like it's too much. It's too much for the other person. You're ashamed or you feel guilty or you feel like maybe you're even being judged And guys, when I said I cry about everything, I literally cry about everything. Ask my husband, okay? I cry when I'm angry or frustrated. I cry when I'm sad, when I'm happy, when I'm exhausted. And I used to get so mad at myself about this. I felt like I was such a baby. But I truly just could not help it. The tears would come without warning. And no matter how hard I tried to keep them from flowing, they always won. I used to feel so guilty for my feelings, like I was just being too sensitive. Like, you know, I was a burden for crying about something that seemed quote unquote small. And sometimes I still struggle with that, but the thing I've learned is your feelings can never be wrong. And nobody can tell you that they are. Nobody has the right to tell you that you shouldn't feel a certain way. That should never be a sentence that comes out of anyone's mouth, even yours. So please don't ever tell somebody that their emotions are not appropriate. Emotions are subconscious reactions to situations. You know, they're instant and they're instinctual. And we all react and feel differently to different situations based on our own personal experiences, which is not something we can control, like at all. (laughs) But I think a lot of times we don't realize that There's a significant difference between our emotions and our reactions. And that point's very important. So I will come back to that in a minute. Um, And it also depends on, you know, who we're conversing with. Most of the time when we feel upset about something, um, and upset's going to encompass many emotions here, okay? It can be sad, disappointed, frustrated, angry, or a combination of those. So just stay with me. So most of the time when we're upset about something, if there's a person on the receiving end of those feelings, they do not feel the same way about that situation, right? And generally, they might point out reasons why you shouldn't feel the way you do. Or they'll explain their side of it in such a way that might make you realize new emotions or maybe change the way that you feel after you see a different point of view. And in doing that, that person may make you feel some version of shame or guilt for having those initial emotions. And, but inflicting those shame and guilty feelings is usually unintentional. But there are emotionally manipulative people out there, manipulative people out there. So just be wary of that. But does what I'm saying there kind of make sense? Right now, I just want to build a base of a foundation of this conversation to just kind of resonate with you and relate to the constant desire to apologize for how you feel. Because there are a lot of factors that play into that. Now, 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 now. The next level of this conversation is about reactions. And Peaches, please keep an open mind here because there may be some hard truths and I hope you're able to take this in in a positive light and look inward and just keep an open mind to changing your perspective on some things. Actually, hold on. First, I want to sum up the first part of my rant because I will never stop saying this to people. Do not apologize to anyone for your emotions because apologizing for the way you feel invalidates you, okay? It puts your emotions beneath someone else's, which is not okay. Your feelings, along with everyone else's, are 100% valid and you're entitled to them, no matter what anyone tries to tell you, okay? I'm not God, but I believe so strongly in this that I will say, listen to my voice. And if you ever feel the need to feel sorry or say sorry for being sad or whatever emotion, I hope I haunt the back of your mind and I stop you before you go any further, okay? Just picture, you know, in the movies when... There's like a little bubble, and someone like dreams off, and they hear the little voice of someone had said something before. I'm that bubble. I am that voice. Okay. I am going to haunt you if you're going to say sorry for being sad. Okay. Cool. I don't know if that was a summary or not, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> oh, I also do want to say, too, that your emotions being valid also means that the other person's are valid, too. And theirs are not above yours, and yours are not above theirs. Okay. So, although I'm speaking to you and your introspective self-improvement side, please make sure when you remind yourself that you're entitled to any emotion you have, you don't accidentally dismiss the other person's. Because chances are you won't be feeling the same way and you might unintentionally forget. So, just be aware. That's all. Now, reactions. Although you can't control your emotions... You most certainly can control your reactions. And me telling you that you are 100% entitled to your emotions, which you are, is not me giving you a pass to react in whatever way you want with those emotions. So don't get all high on your horse and act like a bitch because you're allowed to feel the way you want to feel. Because although that statement is true, what you do with those feelings is what matters most. And that is what you need to apologize for if you overstepped or reacted negatively not the emotion driving that reaction. It's really important to differentiate between these two things right now because your emotion is what your inside instinctual feelings are and reactions are your physical and verbal projections. I'm just going to break that down with a quick example because I really want to make sure I'm articulating this point, okay? So we talked about what emotions are, the feeling of being sad, happy, angry, jealous, nerv- nervous, et cetera, Reactions are things like what we say and what we do with our face and what we choose to do with our bodies, how we react with our bodies in a certain way. Okay, here's a scenario and I'm gonna sound like a kindergarten teacher and I'm gonna be annoying, but this point is really important. So let's say Bob finds out that his boss is gonna fire him for a bullshit reason. Bob is angry, cool. He raises his fist at his boss and he throws everything off his desk. Okay, angry is Bob's emotion. I know I'm annoying. Stay with me. Bob's emotion is anger. His reaction is lifting his fist and throwing shit. Make sense? Great. Now, Bob is absolutely allowed to be angry. Most people would be. But Bob needs to learn how to recognize that he's angry and react a lot differently in the moment. This is not to say that Bob can't, you know, get in his car later and scream his head off and let it out to the universe or bang on a steering wheel or whatever will make him feel better when he's alone. It's knowing when, where, and how to deal with those emotions when they happen and realizing that communicating them calmly when there's another person on the end is the best way to ensure the best outcome for yourself. And avoiding any regret or embarrassment or the need for apologies when you kind of come down and your feelings neutralize and you remember that you may have acted out or acted inappropriately. We need to be able to calmly communicate how we feel with others and be open to their response. Let's say, you know, your friends are hanging out a lot and not inviting you, which makes you feel like shit, makes you sad and maybe irritated That's okay, because remember, your emotions in any situation are valid. Feeling sad and irritated is not yet the point of apology. But if you use your emotional state to send your friends sassy text messages, like the whole, you know, thanks for the invite text or something rude, I don't know, like, wow, screw you for leaving me out. I don't know. Something kind of immature and instigatory. I don't think that's a word, but I'm going to go with it. We've all done that, including me. Those reactions will not get you anywhere with your friends though, and they certainly won't make you feel any better. And if they are hurt or like annoyed or offended by something you say during your reaction, then that is something you should apologize for. And think about it. Your ultimate goal is to hang out with your friends, right? So why piss them off and make them not really want to talk to you or hang out with you? Do you see what I'm saying? Emotional intelligence is avoiding any apologies whatsoever, Emotional intelligence is recognizing how you feel and choosing to communicate your feelings in a productive way that will actually lead you to get a better response from the person you're communicating with. And most oftentimes, you'll come to a solution much quicker, making you feel a hell of a lot better a hell of a lot faster. Next time you're faced with a situation like that, I encourage you to try and come up with something productive that communicates how you feel but doesn't make the other person defensive and offer a solution. That's a big thing, guys. If there's an issue or you're feeling a certain way, try and come up with something to help that, to fix it. When you text your friends, try something like, hey guys, I've been feeling a little bit left out lately and it makes me sad that I don't hang out with you much anymore. Do you think that I could maybe join you next time? Boom, uh, it's calm. It validates your emotions, and it shows that you aren't trying to start a fight, but that you just want to see your friends. I guarantee you, they will come back with an apology and an explanation that puts your mind at ease. Because there is a 90% chance they weren't doing it intentionally to leave you out or to make you feel like shit, and they probably didn't even realize you felt that way. But they can't read your mind. And, you know, if they were doing it intentionally, then they're they're not really your friends anyway. But... You know, maybe you work a lot and they didn't want to bother you or they didn't know your schedule. You know, they'll say something like that and then boom, they ask you to join them next time and all is peachy. If you were to take those emotions and use them in a confrontational manner, the situation would have gone a lot differently. You might have started a fight that led to more negative emotions and wasted your energy arguing instead of putting less of your energy into having a simple conversation that led to a simple solution. you're really friends with those people, they will genuinely care about how you feel and be conscious of the emotions you brought forward to them. Now, I know it's a lot easier said than done, and there are so many examples that I could go into of the two different ways to go about reacting, but ultimately, it is your choice. And it does take practice, trust me. I've been working on this for a while, and although I'm still not perfect, I have come a really long way with how I deal with my feelings. And the best advice I can give you when you're starting to improve this part of your journey is to give yourself time. Sit with your emotions before you do anything with them. A trick I used was to count to 10. Now I'm down to three, which is a win, but even just taking those 10 seconds will allow you to start neutralizing and prevent you from saying or do something you'll regret later. How many of us can say that we've said or done something we feel ashamed of when we were angry? I know I can. And because I want to build this platform of honesty and community, I will tell you something that I did, and it's a little embarrassing. One time, I was so mad at my crazy ex-roommate. Actually, there were two times. <laughs> but the first time I was mad at her, I was acting so irrational and immature. I mean, we were drinking, we came home from a night out, and you know she was pissing me off. So I took her favorite can of Pringles she had in the cupboard, and I poured them all over the floor like what like that is so embarrassing to say out loud now and I felt so 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 silly the next day like how dumb is that like I'm mad at you so I'm gonna dump out your chips like pardon me Rach good lord mind you like I said I was drinking at the time but still like that is no excuse for being so immature The second time I was so angry with her was one of the two times in my life that I saw red, okay? And it was not pretty. She had done something that night that no one you're supposed to call a friend should ever do. And again, night out, we were drinking, always alcohol involved. But when she came home, I let her have it, okay? I was screaming at her, calling her all the names in the book. I mean, she was more than giving it back to me too, but... I threatened multiple times to punch her in the face. And when she yelled at me, do it, do it, I wound up and I actually went for it, which I likely would have actually gone through with if one of my buddies hadn't walked in at the exact moment and stopped me. Thank you, Marcus. Um, But, you know, I am so ashamed and embarrassed of how I acted that night. I wish I knew how to take a breath and think about what I was doing before doing it. Especially since, you know, I felt no better than her after stooping to her level. And it takes willpower and it takes mental strength to fight that moment, especially when you're a little bit intoxicated. It's a, it's a lot of practice. And that was several years ago now. And anybody who knows me will tell you, like, that is not at all who I am. I am a usually very calm person. I've never punched anyone in my life. And I most certainly would hopefully never react that way now. But I was angry and I used that emotion to justify my actions at the time. And those actions are what I needed to apologize for. I did not have to apologize to be, for being angry because I had every right to feel the way that I did. But for the words and actions I used while I was angry that I did apologize to her for. Now when I'm angry, I mean, I either don't speak in fear of saying something I'll regret or I'll pause and then explain calmly what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling that way. What the other person does in reciprocation to you is not under your control. So all you can do is be the person that you want to be and know your emotional intelligence is superior. Not not in like, I'm better than you kind of way, but in a, I'm content with the person I am that your reaction will not cause me to act out of my character kind of way. It's not to say that you're above someone else at all. Like when I say superior, it's not meant to be comparative to another person It's you being the superior version of yourself and honing that emotional intelligence. I said this earlier, but I will definitely say it again. I am not perfect at this. I still have days and moments where my emotions get the best of me, and I might speak to the people I love in a manner that is beneath what I want for myself. But the best thing that I can do is keep trying. I touched briefly on this earlier about trying to let go of the guilt and anger you feel towards yourself for being sensitive. Um, But I want to come back to that point because I don't really think I said much about it. Um, You know, being the way you are means that when you're hurt or sad, it consumes your entire body and you are really hurt or you're really sad and you feel it physically and that fucking sucks. But I want you to think about how beautiful it is too. Because when you feel, you know, love, you give it all of you. You love so deeply that it touches the furthest parts of your soul. And when you're happy, oh, your body could explode with sunshine. You know, you smile so much more, you know, and the little things throughout your day make you happy. Sometimes these things feel extreme and sometimes they are. But trust me when I tell you that it is such a blessing. You know, you get to have the most out of this life. You get to experience everything to its fullest. We only get one life to live, so why not squeeze it for everything it's got? Switch your mindset from feeling deeply is a burden to my ability, to, my ability to feel is a blessing. Think about it. What's the alternative? You know, shut it off and become numb. Wouldn't you rather feel it all a little deeper than feel nothing at all? I don't know about you, but I'm not using my position on this floating rock to just exist. I want to experience. All I possibly can before my time on earth is over. And that's what a mindset shift can do. Better ourselves through the way that we perceive who we are. And working to be better for us will bring us fulfillment. I am a very firm believer in the idea that being grateful for more things will bring you more things to be grateful for. Be grateful for who you are and your unwavering ability to engage in emotion deeper than the surface. Accepting and embracing the fact that you're sensitive is the first step to conquer in developing what is called emotional intelligence. The next step is controlling your actions and reactions when feeling these emotions because that's what can get you into trouble. (laughs) But please lean into the way that you're feeling. Recognize it, own it, harness it, don't push it down. Express it productively and go feel it to its fullest when you're alone or when you're with someone safe, you know? yell cry scream dance do whatever you have to do to embrace how you're feeling and remember that it's a blessing you do not need to apologize for and with that today's topic has come to an end thank you for listening and remember lovelies your direction is more important than your speed a step forward even if it's just one is a step in the right direction and progress you should be proud of you are beautiful you are smart and you can do anything Talk soon. Mwah.